Coming up on 5-Minute News. Trump administration strips CDC of control of COVID data. Slave trader statue replaced by sculpture of Black Lives Matter protester. And climate change makes freak Siberian heat 600 times more likely. It's Thursday, July 16. I'm Anthony Davis. The Trump administration has ordered hospitals to bypass the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and send all COVID-19 patient information to a central database in Washington. The move has alarmed health experts who fear the data will be politicised or withheld from the public. The new instructions were posted recently in a little notice document on the Department of Health and Human Services website. From now on, the department, not the CDC, will collect daily reports about the patients that each hospital is treating, the number of available beds and ventilators, and other information vital to tracking the pandemic. Officials claimed the change will streamline data gathering and assist the White House Coronavirus Task Force in allocating scarce supplies like personal protective gear and remdesivir, the first drug shown to be effective against the virus. But the Health and Human Services database that will receive new information is not open to the public, which could affect the work of scores of researchers, modelers, and health officials who rely on CDC data to make projections and crucial decisions. News of the change came as a shock to the CDC, according to two officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity because they were not authorised to discuss the matter. Public health experts have long expressed concerns that the Trump administration is politicising science and undermining its health experts, in particular the CDC. The data collection shift reinforced those fears. Trump has repeatedly denied that the rise in cases reflects increased transmission of the virus and has instead insisted, falsely, that increased testing is the cause. A statue of slave trader Edward Coulston was replaced in Bristol, England on Wednesday morning with a sculpture of one of the protesters whose anger brought him down. The figure of Jen Reed, who was photographed standing on the plinth with her fist raised after the 17th-century merchant was toppled by Black Lives Matter demonstrators last month, was erected at dawn by a team directed by the artist Mark Quinn. The ambush sculpture is likely to reignite the debate over public statuary in the UK that began with the toppling of the Colston figure five weeks ago. On Wednesday morning, police said they had had no complaints and it was a matter for Bristol City Council. Marvin Rees, the city's mayor, issued a statement saying that the future of the plinth and what is installed on it must be decided by the people of Bristol. He said the sculpture was the work and decision of a London-based artist and added it was not requested and permission was not given for it to be installed. But he stopped short of saying that the council would act to remove it. Arriving in two trucks before 5am, a team of ten people worked quickly to install the figure of Reed, who said she had been secretly working with Quinn on the idea for weeks. It came as a complete surprise to the authorities who were yet to announce their plans for the plinth. 
A cardboard placard reading Black Lives Still Matter was placed at the bottom of the plinth. Shortly after the vehicles drove away, Reed stood in front of the statue with her fist in the air. It's just incredible, she said. The most powerful moment of the morning, she said later, was watching children stand next to it and raising their fists, black children and white children, together. Reed, a stylist, attended the march with her husband, who was one of the group that rolled the statue of Colston to the river after it was pulled down. Quinn, whose best-known works include his blood-head self-portrait self, said Jen created the sculpture when she stood on the plinth and raised her arm in the air. Now, we're crystallising it. Nearly impossible without man-made global warming, this year's freak Siberian heatwave is producing climate change's most flagrant footprint of extreme weather, a new flash study says. International scientists have released a study that found the greenhouse effect multiplied the chance of the region's prolonged heat by at least 600 times, and maybe tens of thousands of times. In the study, which has not yet gone through peer review, the team looked at Siberia from January to June, including a day that hit 100 degrees for a new Arctic record. Scientists from the United Kingdom, Russia, France, Netherlands, Germany and Switzerland used 70 climate models running thousands of complex simulations comparing current conditions to a world without man-made warming from the burning of coal, oil and gas. They found that without climate change, the type of prolonged heat that hit Siberia would happen once in 80,000 years. Effectively impossible without human influence. The team looked at both the average temperature in Siberia over the first six months of the year, when temperatures averaged 9 degrees above normal in the Russian town of Verkoyansk in June. Both really couldn't happen in a world without the additional heat-trapping gases from burning fossil fuel, scientists said. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, ask your smart speaker, or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Visit us online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. Hello everyone. My name is Tom Kearns and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.